Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Call. Eight to shoot. Call. The runner. Loose ball. It's good. Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh, my goodness. Morrison. Six. It's time for Zag Shoot Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know what things to use to wipe? Believe in the Zags. He's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. I, Rob... I'm going to be yes, sir. totally honest with you. Talk to I, me. I was prepared to do this podcast shirtless. Okay? Because okay. I know I've, I've been hinting at it. I've been teasing it for quite some time. We're going to do a shirtless podcast. That way, you know how when a newborn is born, the, the guy has to take his shirt off so skin is on skin? Well, they say that about the mother. I don't remember remember them you saying that to me well you probably already already had your shirt off so it wasn't an issue you probably were like, no before I you did. hold your kid you need to take your shirt off that's usually yeah. what they say to people but your shirt was off so it wasn't a problem just rip your shirt off yeah no um yeah why not buddy let it go man well here's you here's your place here's no i'm in montana i'm in big sky country. bozeman bozeman yeah and the reason i didn't want to do it is because we have a special guest on this episode, the host of the uh, Score Zag Score podcast, Mr. Andy Patton himself. Andy's actually joining us right now with a beard that is putting me to shame right now. I thought I had a pretty good one going. Andy, he looks how like are he's, you? Yeah, he looks good, like he's man. from Montana. <laughs> from Portland, similar. I'm in Bozeman right now, and I'm letting my beard go a little bit and yeah, there you go. to fit in. But gee whiz, you have a carpet on your face, my friend. Yeah, it's uh, it's taken a while. It's uh, it's coming. It's nice for uh, for quarantine because I don't even have to maintain it at all. So, well, Andy, thanks for organizing your closet before uh, you joined us on the show here. What do we got back there? I'm I'm at my in laws' house right now. Where uh, they're putting new windows in our apartment, and our dog would not have liked that at all. So we came out here, but so I don't know what the hell all that is. To be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, Andy Patton, as I mentioned, host of the Scores Eggs Score podcast. Andy, sorry, we're we're live just because Jack doesn't like to do any editing, so we're just rocking and rolling here. Uh, Let's do it. You graduated what year? Uh, 2013. 2013. Okay. So of the six dudes that do Gonzaga podcasts, me and Rob, you, <laughs> and all the free Ira Brown guys, you're the youngest. Yep. How does it feel to be the smartest, too? Oh, man. Um <laughs> I will concede to being the youngest. I don't know about the <laughs> If you ever listen to the Score Zag Score with Andy, uh, he's very pragmatic. He's very meat and potatoes. He's dinner. He gives you yep. – he's going to tell you why a certain player, Drew Timmy, scored 15 points in a game, whereas mm-hmm. we're going to tell you why Drew Timmy looks like an extra in Mad Max <laughs> Fury Road. There's definitely a fit for all those kinds of podcasts. I'll tell you what, it's good to, to, good to listen to all three of them. <laughs> we enjoy having you on, Andy. Here we are. It's Thursday, the thir- 12th or 13th, Rob? I know. Uh, it is the thir- 12th. 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 Good question. That's 12th of August. Follow. We're a couple nope. days removed. 13th. From- the 13th. Thank you. We're putting me on the spot, Jack. We are a couple days removed from. Uh, the quitters quitting the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. I'm kidding. Don't get mad at me, everybody. 
Pac-12 and the uh, the Big Ten calling it quits on the you football saw, season. They say – I saw mean, today. You saw it today, Jack, right? What do you got? WCC. Mm-hmm. No fall sports, buddy. No fall sports. Okay. Okay. So, shout out to women and men's soccer. What else do we got? Cross country. Volleyball. Oh, volleyball. Um, that is going to piss some people off. And now do some to have football other than well, BYU. USD, USD is a football team. Yep. The Terrell Bros. Uh, yeah. They're independent anyway, though. I don't think they're in the I, conference. For I anything. don't even know. Neither here nor there. Andy, <clears throat> your thoughts coming into this week, because I know you, you did a whole podcast on it. Were yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really surprised. Um, you know, I, I figured that it seemed like the Pac-12 was going to follow whatever the Big Ten did, and the Big Ten decided to shut it down. Um, it sounds like the Pac-12's got a better plan for basketball. I was just reading an article like right right before we went live here about uh, their plan to kind of bubble the teams that they can. So like USC and UCLA will travel to Oregon and play Oregon and Oregon State in kind of like a, a bubble thing for conference play, which gives me some hope that maybe this thing won't run all the way into uh, to college basketball season, obviously the Pac-12 canceling all of their sporting events through 2020 was not good for the Zags. Clearly that impacted three of their games, which is a bummer. But um, I, if I could tell you what I thought was or what I knew was going to happen, I would probably get paid a lot more money somewhere because nobody really knows what's going on. But Well, that's the beauty, uh, Andy. That's the beauty, Andy. And that's why we wanted to have you on uh, because nobody knows what the hell's going on. So <laughs> exactly. as well. Rob and I don't know shit. So might as well have you on to let the people know, to let the, yep. the, the Gonzaga basketball podcast world collide, to let everyone know that we have no idea. It's None of us wild. Know. It is truly unbelievable. You're just walking in the dark, but hey, let's just have a good time while we're doing it. Let's sing a song or something. I have to imagine, <laughs> and this is only, again, this is, don't, don't put too much stock in it, but I've heard through the grapevine that Larry – Scott and the Pac-12, they were waiting for the Big Ten to call it quits because they didn't want to be first to call it quits. They were all ready to rock and roll and say, hey, we're not going to play fall at least, if ever. And they were waiting for the Big Ten kind of to, you know, break the barrier, break the glass ceiling. I'm wondering if it's going to be a similar situation for basketball in which conferences look to other conferences. If the Pac-12 says we're not doing it, will the WCC go, well, then what the hell are we doing? You know what I mean? Or if the WCC is ready to, ready to call it, will, will they look to the Pac-12 to do a first? Does the WCC have the, the, the fortitude to call it? Again, this is an impossible question. I'm just, I'm just tossing it out there because we live in a world where the NC2A, it becomes more and more evident every day. They don't have shit to do with anything. Well, like what, what have they outside of canceling the tournament, which I, which they had to do and canceling spring sports, they've had nothing in the way of conversation for football. Am I wrong? They don't, they don't make money off football. I am talking about in terms of like a governing body though. No, but that's why they don't govern football like that. That's the whole concept. And that's the whole thing where, they don't make most of their revenue off of football. So it's like, go, go do whatever you guys want to do. They make all their money off of the tournament. So they need this season to happen. The NCAA truly needs this season to actually happen. Otherwise they're going to lose all, all they make 75% of their money from the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So they have to, I think they're going to make it work. I, I, I like the bubble idea. I think I, it's just, is California going to open up schools? And that's another thing. Uh, that's it, where it, I don't it, know how that works. It's also, look around the WCC, we're all private schools. In so California. We can, really? I think we have a little leeway there in terms of we can kind of call our own shots. We don't have any public funding. But not too much. Like, I mean, obviously, governor, state to state, they can say absolutely not, shut it all down. We see how it worked out for Liberty. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. The more I talk, the more I, I have no idea. Do you think the, the WCC bubble is conceivable, Andy? And we Back to travel partners? Because we've made – much has been made over the last couple of years how WCC has, like, gotten rid of travel partners. Now there's no rhyme or reason to the schedule. 
Yeah, I think they have to kind of go back to doing some kind of travel partner bubble situation. It's weird for Gonzaga because, I mean, I guess it's weirder for BYU, but it's still weird just because they're located. They don't have like a natural travel partner. It would either be Portland or BYU or they'll just push BYU out on their own. But I think that's kind of the way that they have to do it. And, and maybe they can do something similar to what the Pac-12 is proposing where, you know, when they go down to LMU, they'll play LMU and Pepperdine and Portland will come and like all four of them will play in the same arena and they'll just try to mitigate it that way. I don't know how helpful that is necessarily or if that even does all that much. Uh, but I agree that, I mean, when you talk about like, is the WCC going to follow suit with the PAC 12? I think the WCC makes all of their money in basketball. Like they have yeah. to have basketball happen. So I think they're going to find a way to do it. I think the, I mean, the NCAA tournament will happen. It may be in May. It may not be in March necessarily, but I think it's going to happen. But the, yeah, I think the WCC in order to make it work, they're going to have to do some kind of wonky travel partner situation and probably hole up in the same arena for three or four days in a row to kind of try to make it work. Was that then, a, oh, go ahead, Rob. I was going to say, and then you got to put the women's teams. Yeah, exactly. I have to imagine the, the men, if, if we're doing that, what Andy laid out, the mm-hmm. men and the women are traveling together. It's going to be like high school, right? Yeah. It have to, it would have to be, I think. Yeah. Which is a, which is a, that's a, that's a crowded flight. And it's you know, try, that's yeah. where it all comes down. To, it's it's dude. It is wild right mm-hmm. now. Or it's wild time to even like the hypotheticals in all of this is out of control. It, yeah. Like if you know, it, and like tomorrow we always get news, and then all of a sudden tomorrow it's like, all right, we're good. You know, like it, that's what it could be. I don't know. Like, yeah. I feel like everything is so day to day, but tomorrow we could hear some kind of news where it's like, all right, things are better. I don't know. Yeah. My attitude is as good as the latest tweet I read when it comes to sports <laughs> for sure. Right. Speaking yeah. of women's basketball, Rob, was that a Courtney Vandersloot? No. Glass you just but drank out of sneaky? By the way, Dave says, what's up, Andy? Oh, good. Yeah. I think he wanted me to say something too. So. <laughs> good old Dave B. Soto will have him on sometime too. Yes, yes. And he posted a nice Vandersloot uh oh, little, like, nice move she made this uh this week. I think it was today. Yeah. She's one I think she might be one of the top point guards to ever come through Gonzaga. Yeah, she's been incredible. She's player of the week in the WNBA. I would yeah. say I would I would say Rob men or women. I would say she's I would, I, I, I'm a, saying all no, the way around. With all due respects with number twelve. I think well, no, 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 no. He's up there. He's, he's number. Oh, one. he's obviously one. Okay, let's not. But that, but but uh, all around point guards. Yeah, she was putting up crazy numbers, bruh. Yeah. Uh, no, but this is a uh, Redmond. Red. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Andy, how about this? Hey, oh, <laughs> Red and Rob. There it is. Now I see the other side of the glass is a young, spry, 23-year-old sophomore at Gonzaga, Rob Sacre, with hair. Dude, my kids look at it like, uh, Dad, what? No. Someone gave me these cups from a, the game. They had, like, boxes of yeah. them. And yeah. they're great because the kids can use them and not break glass. But I'm like, <laughs> I kind of, like, try to scratch it off so it doesn't. But I we have so many cups. They just come out. But – Hey, nice. There he is. That, okay, I'm looking at two examples. Andy, if you don't mind me asking, pop, sure. pop that hat off for me. Yeah. We're looking at two guys who came home, shaved the head. I'm mm-hmm. still holding on. I'm at the tender age of 32 years old. And, Andy, <laughs> I was doing a little research, little Andy Patton stocking before we had you on. Fun. You are a shining example of a guy who just looks way better when he finally comes to terms with his hair and takes it all down. Oh my God. It's unreal. Yeah. I wish I'd shaved it way earlier in college than I did. It's uh, I mean, you never know. Jack, you might have a weird let's do it, Jack. <laughs> guys. I have what you would call a giant nose on my face and <laughs> it doesn't me and a shaved head. I've, I've done those things where you like look it up digitally what you would look like. And it's not great. No, that's digital. Jack. Yeah, it's gotta be real life. <laughs> You gotta Andy, give it a go. tell him, tell him how you gotta easy give it a go. Now. I never turn back. 
I, well, here's the thing, Andy. I don't think there is any turning back. My follicles <laughs> are so few and far between that if I take it down, I'm not sure she's coming back. So it's, it's, it's a one-way decision. Rogaine? Yeah, have you ever tried it? I, dude, I don't know. I've, I've done a bunch of different deals. You have? Quarantine especially. I've done – I don't want to name the product because I don't know if it's a belief thing, so I don't know if they'll get pissed. But um, <laughs> it, it is the opposite – it's an antonym of her. It's an antonym mm. of for hers. And, uh, and meh, mixed results. Yeah. It's one of those things where I have to do it every day, and if I don't do it, I feel like I'm losing my hair faster. <laughs> Eddie, tell them what, what are the benefits? Tell me. I mean, nice bald head. Yeah, it's a lot easier to take care of. Um, I mean, you got to put sunscreen on it. That shit, it gets real bad if you don't do that. So <laughs> I would be one to keep track of. But no, it's way, way much, way easier maintenance. You don't have to worry about it. No bad hair days. It's easy. No bad and hair days. How many times a, like a week do you shave? I, or, I lately it's been less because I'm not going anywhere, so I don't right, really care. Right. But like a couple times a week, if that. And you um, bick so, it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What there do you, you do? Go. You, you bick it too, Rob? Oh yeah, Jack. Come on, man. You just—it's like, all right, I gotta go shower. Boom. Yep. In the just shower. Yep. Easy. I'm also concerned the first uh, few days when and if I actually do take it down. There's going to be a outrageous tan line, right? No, not no, as bad as you think. think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm glad to talk oh, about it. And he's getting out of his shell. I like it. We're <laughs> talking bald heads now. Oh, yeah. I'm sweating. I love talking about my insecurities. Uh, <laughs> Andy, how about this? 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 Taking a note from the bubble. All right. Likelihood of the WCC just picking one area. So, obviously, it would make sense if we went Southern California, right? Let's call it Malibu. All teams stay in Malibu for two months. They battle it out. You know, maybe you play everyone even even three times. Digital classes, guys, you know, all that, all that jazz. And then obviously you need media in there, right? And so if there's one Gonzaga podcast ticket, <laughs> we all split the room, the three of us. And the three free Ira Brown guys, we can have two beds, one bed to put all our stuff on, and we just hang out and be best buds for two months. And we, we just, just podcast it up. And we just podcast it up from Malibu. Podcast every single day. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah dude, I, I, the more, obviously, we'd have, we'd have to get two rooms, the six of us. But uh, even me talking. <laughs> just two's fine. Just two. Two's fine. Four beds, six dudes. <laughs> Me, actually, I actually just talked myself into it a little bit because if you just, if everyone gets tested before and you go down, it doesn't even have to be all at once. You go down for a month in Southern California. You doesn't, maybe in the Valley. I don't care where you, it doesn't have to be on in Malibu. And then you play, everyone plays once or twice. You t- everyone goes back. You take three weeks off and then you go to like a Portland. Mm-hmm. And you do like the second half of the season. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm spitballing. Where you've been isolated for way too damn yeah, long. Am, am I being ridiculous? But think about it. Jack, what have you been like? Do you have windows in Bozeman? <laughs> I had made this note thinking, like, obviously it's ridiculous. I'm just going to make the six dudes quarantine in one bed joke, in one room joke. But <laughs> yeah. as I was talking about it, it makes sense. If classes are all digital, that's the only no, way that makes sense. And even yeah. then, I mean, the, I, I worked in academic support in college at University of Portland. And so you wrote, um, you wrote papers for athletes? Is that what uh, I, never, I never wrote papers for athletes. Andy, uh, <laughs> Andy, I've been around enough athletes. I worked mostly with baseball, and they, I don't think, were smart enough to ask me to do that. So okay. that's how that didn't end up happening. <laughs> um, Rob, but, who, wrote, who wrote your papers in high school, Rob? I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. No, um, what you're talking about. <laughs> The, the logistics of trying to do online classes would be an absolute nightmare, but uh, they may not have a choice. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know how else yeah. they're going to do it anyway. So. Okay, so every sport has taken a hit, right? And it started – college basketball was the first to take its hit in losing, as Rob said, 75% of its revenue by losing. And that's, I'm not talking about college basketball. I'm talking about the NC2A. 
75% of its total revenue by giving up the tournament. It's a tough pill to swallow to lose that revenue two years in a row, two fiscal years in a row. Yeah, it can't. So right now, obviously, baseball's taking a hit. The NBA's doing what they can. The NHL's doing what they can. And the they're NFL. doing well, dude. You got to yeah. give them credit. College football, obviously, taking a hit. But it's, it's, it could be like the worst timing ever for college basketball if they're asked to completely give up two years of all their revenue. I mean, it, it would be hard to see the NC2A as we know it stand up after all this. There's I mean, no- guys are probably going without paychecks mm-hmm. for six, seven months now, and then they're gonna, it's going to be another year. There's no way they'll cancel it. I mean, I don't know how it'll work necessarily, but there's no way they will have, won't have an NCAA. Tournament you know what they, I could see them doing now this, have those teams that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. They could, but did they end conference start? Like did the ACC play their tournament? They, they started, they started, they got like a couple games in. WCC was the last championship. Mm-hmm. It was a Tuesday night. Wednesday games were played with no fans. So we did have the last championship. We had the last championship. Yeah. Wednesday, am I right, Andy? Wednesday games were played without fans across the country. And then Thursday morning, the old, I, think, I think the Big East had a game going, but they shut it down at halftime. Anyway, yeah. neither here nor there. But we were like the last, yeah, we were the last champion. Yeah, I know that. We were the last bat college basketball game to be played with a crowd. The game you were at, Rob. Oh. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So just, yeah, it's wild. It's it's hard. To, it's it's a lot of heavy stuff, man. It's, it's a lot of heavy stuff, but I think we'll figure it out. I like you said, there's too much revenue lost mm-hmm. that they have to they have to figure out a way to make these guys play. But here's the thing. Uh, um, the players they the leverage is in their hands now. They realize how much it's they're worth. Yeah. Here's that they, they they are their their value now is way more valuable. If you want that, that and that's just facts now. I hate to get again. I'm a San Francisco liberal. I hate to sound like a super right wing dick. But I, I agree with you. I agree with you, Rob, that the college basketball athlete at an elite program is very valuable. Right. I disagree that it's the individuals themselves that are value, valuable. Because, like, let's say, knock on wood, example close to home, Jalen Suggs is like, you know what? I want these demands. Corey joins them. Joel – are all look, of our, what Zion, look what Zion did for Duke. Well, listen, listen, hear me out. If all of our starters, all, if all of our, if our whole roster says, hey, we don't feel safe, we want, you know, here's our list of fans, blah, blah, blah. It, Gonzaga would be like, okay, totally, we get it. You can't play. Right. We're going to go get all the other guys that wanted to go Gonzaga and play Division I basketball, and we're going to have a team. I, like, no, I hate to say it, but to, to, to suggest that our current roster, as far as – the fiscal. I'm not saying are. To, to suggest that they're irreplaceable, I think is a mistake. If that makes right, sense. Right. No, but, but I, I'm not but saying I'm, our, I'm not saying our players, but in general, everybody, yes. like in in general, the <laughs> players now have more. Like it was in that when we talked about it last week, the football players had a lot of. They do have leverage. Yep, and I agree. And listen again, I'm a union guy. I'm a member of a union. Uh, settle down with the I'm a, union. I'm a, big, the I'm a big union settle guy. Down. But the only way this works and they're truly valuable is if all collegiate athletes decide together, we're not doing this. Because if not, there's going to be a million kids ready to cross the picket lines and I, wear a UCLA sure. jersey and wear a USC jersey and, and ditch their FCS school, you know, or their D2 school. You think Gonzaga could still put together a roster that would beat like Portland and San I do. Diego if they grabbed a bunch of dudes? <laughs> Andy, I do. I think we'd have a lot of transfers from. I don't think it. I don't. I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying it's the. I think. I think we'd have a lot of transfers. Go ahead. No, I just it's players now have with the whole football deal and how much just one like if you look at Wisconsin and the whole they, how much they're losing in just one school. Like Wisconsin doesn't have their fans; they're losing forty million. 
Yeah. If they don't have if they don't have football, they're going to lose up to a hundred million. So think about that. The Big Ten or, or Big Ten, right? Big yeah. Ten, yeah. Yeah. They're going to lose close to a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, the bright side of that, and again, this is just this is bailout talk. It's not sustainable. It, it wouldn't last if it lasted for more than one year. But a lot of those are state schools. So the, right. the, listen, the state of Wisconsin is not going to let the Wisconsin football team go under. They're no, absolutely. But those players now have those football players now have a say. Wait, we you have that much money? Yeah, you I totally. That, I, yeah, you made that much money. So they, I can't argue with them on that sense of now. The NCAA has to look at these guys as like, okay, somebody has to. They, these guys have to get paid. And now this is where, this is where it gets real murky. And I do not like want to say what I don't know what the right answer is. But if you look at it, this is where the waters get real murky because then you take money away from other programs. It's just, it. I think everything now is becoming to light, and I and that's where I. It's weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder if I'm gonna piss people off. Rob's like inside of the and I I, just, I literally just called Jalen Suggs. Like not valuable, pretty much. People are gonna take that out of context, but you know what I mean. No, no, no. I mean, no, you're not saying you're not. I know where you're coming from. Like, hey, there's always someone, and that's just sports. There's always someone biting at your position yeah. in your and job. It, when, it, when it's the case of a, a program like Gonzaga, that list is is long, and it's a correct, long. correct. So you're absolutely right. There's always someone wanting that position, and that that's in sports from like. K all the way to the professional level, right? But now the players now have value on how much money is coming to programs within the whole country. Yeah, knowledge is power. And, the, the, you know, we've peeled back an onion here of sorts. And the more kids are seeing the dollar, the, the amount of money coming in, the more aware they are. But again, like it's, it doesn't mean anything unless they can all organize and say collectively, you know, we're not doing this. Which... And that's why the, the thing that the college football players did should have scared the hell out of a lot of people in the sense that they did. More, I mean, they didn't get every single athlete from all 350 programs, but they got a lot of people yeah. really quickly. And that should scare yeah. some of those people a little bit because I don't think they thought they would do that. And, you know, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember six years ago, remember that the Northwestern football team tried to unionize? Yep. Yep. And that lasted a week because I'm sure – you know, it was kind of ill-conceived and the guys in the locker room were like, eh, I kind of want to play football. I'm only here for like another year and a half. Like, I don't want to potentially right. sit out. So, I mean, who knows? I, I, I support, I'm loyal to Gonzaga players and whatever they want to do. And again, I, I hate to keep throwing this at Gonzaga players because Rob, I know yeah. you're just trying to say athletes in general. Yeah, I'm player for Zags. Like we're not. There's not. There's not a mutiny in the Gonzaga locker room right now. Um, but I think we had good. I think this was productive, Andy, because you said definitively. Correct me if I'm wrong. That we will have an NT2A tournament this year. Correct. That's one of the few things I feel pretty definitive about, considering yeah. how uh, the I guess the definition of definitive feels like it's changed because we're getting news every every day. But yeah, I think they're going to play an NCAA tournament. I don't think it's in March. I don't know when it'll be, but they will play some kind of tournament. It might be in like four different locations, just bubbled up completely. They may not travel from round to round, but they're going to have some kind of tournament. And how perfect will it be when Gonzaga wins this year? We won the tournament that didn't really count. Right. The weird one. Yep. Probably. Yep. Hey, you were a student during Rob's heyday. When Rob became the alpha at Gonzaga, unfortunately, I left right here as he was on the, the, his ascension. Yes. What, what's your favorite Rob as a player memory? Oh, man. Um, I was actually thinking about this earlier in case you asked me this question. <laughs> Why were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, I think it was, I think it might have been your senior night, Rob, um, when you, you, you made a, got an one bucket or blocked a shot or something under the basket and you screamed really loud. And I think it was near your son. And then you like kind of like went over to quiet him down because he was like reacted to it or something like that. I remember <laughs> you like yelling and like pounding your chest. And then you were like, oh, like there's a, there's a baby over there. And you were kind of like trying to calm them down. Uh, <laughs> I remember that really distinctly. 
Um, that sounds about right. That's yeah. that's Rob's personality summed up in like 25 seconds. That experience. <laughs> Rob doing something really athletic, making a play and being excited about it and then being like, oh, that's right. I'm a dad. I have to like be, I have to like <laughs> be a human being. Again. Yeah. Settle down, settle down. <laughs> uh, well, Andy, thank you so much for your time. I hate to do this again to you. Um, and by, again, to you, we, we do it to all our guests. Can you rattle mm-hmm. off your starting five all time? All time starting five. Oh, man. Um, I think I'll, I'll take Clark and Sabonis for the bigs. Nice. Uh, I just think the balance of, I mean, obviously Brandon's uh, defense uh, and efficiency and then Sabonis, you don't have a ton of outside shooting out of those two bigs, but uh, I think that you can shoot. Yeah, he can shoot. He, he didn't shoot much in college. He can I shoot know. more now. Um, and actually Clark shot better now than he did in college too. Um, Morrison at the three for sure. Um, probably just with that lineup, I'd probably take Stephen Gray at the two. Um, wow. Yeah. That nice. is, I mean, I love Steve, but that is so Andy Patton was yeah. a high schooler looking at Gonzaga and like Steve. Yeah. Gray, you know what I mean? <laughs> which is fine. Which is totally bit, fine. Yeah. No, I remember, I remember Steve having that awesome uh, half against Davidson and then Steph Curry being better against him. I think, uh, did, yeah, Steph had or, um, Steph had six threes in the first half. I think. Steph had 40 total, and I think Steve had 30. Yeah. 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 And then at the one, I'll probably take uh, – oh, I'll probably take Dan. Dan Dickhouse, probably the one there, um, just for what he did in college. Obviously, Stockton is incredible, but – He's uh, off the list. He doesn't count in this. Yeah, we just we'll throw him out. That's what I think I'll do. Interesting. I thought you were going to yeah. play to the crowd and go, Rob, but you didn't. <laughs> he was already I thinking mean, about me earlier today. He yeah, was. Right. <laughs> yeah. Was that like when you're taking a shower, getting ready for the day? You were thinking about, thinking about Robin? Rob's, Rob's favorite moments, just as soon as he messaged <laughs> me, that's pretty much all it was all day. He's Andy Patton. He is the host of Score, Zag, Score. Again, if you think of Rob and I as like dessert <laughs> for yours, for your Zag. Right, I'll take my glasses off when you say something like that. <laughs> and we're we're not even we're not even like good dessert. We're like Safeway Select ice cream. You know what I mean? <laughs> you might be. <laughs> <laughs> if we're the dessert, Andy Patton should be your your Zag content dinner. Uh, good stuff, Andy. We appreciate it. Thank you for your yeah, time, I, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. This was fun. Thank you, brother. Again, Andy Patton, uh, we thank him for his time. Score, oh. Zag, score. And Rob's glasses are back on. I'm sorry, what kind of dessert would you want to be? I didn't, I didn't clear Ooh. that with you. You know what? I've been on this kick for strawberry rhubarb pie. Tart. Talk to me. Strawberry rhubarb is very tart. Right. <laughs> tart. That's the one. Is that is that what you're gonna call me a tart? Okay, no, no, no. Well, listen, I've only had rhubarb pie once, and I didn't know how to describe the taste. Sour, my, ain't it? And my uncle was. Oh, I don't know. My uncle was like, "Oh, it's very tart," and the whole table agreed. So now I always associate <laughs> rhubarb with tart. I wouldn't describe rhubarb as anything else, and I would. Use oh my God. nothing else. Oh, man. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah, man. How's your week been, brother? Uh, it's good. It's good. I uh, came up to Montana. Let me tell you something about Montana. It's God's country. It's very nice. Maybe I'm just here at a, at a bad time because I was looking to get some color while I'm up here out of the fog. Yeah. I was looking to work on the, the bronze, you know? Montana's usually not your place to go. but Not okay. really. Now, well, because on, on looking at the weather, a few days coming up here, it's like every day is 85 and partly cloudy. I was like, oh, partly cloudy. There's got to be some sunshine in there. And there's always just kind of this layer of, of grayness to it. And the sun like peaks its head out every here and there. Yep. But I mean, it's gorgeous. I can't complain. I'm just, I'm looking at mountains. There's nothing but oh. wide open fields. I've never stayed in Bozeman. Like I heard it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, like right now I'm looking up at I, – I think there's the Rockies here, right? Yes. Rockies? Yep. The Rockies. Yep. And then on the other, like not far from Yellowstone from what I understand, I'm going to get to Yellowstone and report back to you. Nice. Hopefully uh, have a run-in with a bear or two. Well, it's 
Montana is just vast. It just goes forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're in like the California of Montana. You know that, right? You know, I get that a little bit. It does. It feels strip molly here. There's lots of things to do. Lots of restaurants. So that's, I, I hate to offend the poor or the, uh, the fine people of Bozeman by saying, I feel like I'm in strip mall country, but there's a good amount of strip malls here. You know what I mean? I was expecting like, <laughs> I was expecting like wooden, oh. wooden cottages to buy. Like, <laughs> like you thought you were going to be with Jeremiah Johnson and yeah, you came out. And, exactly. Oh, exactly. Like nice, real nice. Like, California homes. Yeah. There's only a couple convenience stores. They're made out of wood. They don't take credit cards. And I have to, <laughs> I have to trade if I want, you know, a candy bar. I have to trade like gum. Are you going to go, are you going to go do any trapping while you're up fur, in Montana? Fur trapping? Yeah. Why not? You're there, man. You just embrace the whole Montana lifestyle. Oh, when you said fur trapping, I thought you meant something else. Wink, wink. Mm. Um, <laughs> dude, I, didn't, I don't know. Do you need like a permit to go fur trap? I don't. You, you're asking the wrong guy sometimes. On those uh, wait a minute. Trapping for what? Like rabbits? <laughs> what am I trapping? That's a thing to do up here? <laughs> yeah. They still do that type of stuff. No way. Dude, I thought- you're in like the great frontier, bruh. Nothing's changed. I can do whatever Nothing's I want. Nothing's changed for like 200 years in Montana. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, I guess <laughs> we have different ideas of Montana right now. I've only been here for two days. But my buddy has a house. It's like pretty residential. So, I mean, it's, the, I, we got to get out. We got to get out of the wilderness. Yeah. Yeah, you're in the wrong part of Montana. Dude, you can go grab any type of gun and just unload on groundhogs. Okay. You know that? Probably out of like the downtown region, right? Like yeah. if I if I can see a neon bar sign, I'm probably You can still carry that gun through town and no one's gonna look at you differently because you're in Montana. But at the same time, you can do anything out there, man. It's the great you can literally blow things up out there. I, I just I maybe I I needed <laughs> I needed to do a little bit more research before I came up on how to trap and how to get dynamite on a plane out of San Francisco. And we're not tra- we're not talking about trap music either. We're talking about <laughs> actual <laughs> trapping. Like like I'm thinking like the fox and the hound bear trap. They still do that stuff. No they don't. That's not a real thing. That hasn't been done in 150 years. I don't I mean I don't know. I'm I just No, that's really does happen. Do do yeah. guy do people get caught in bear traps? I feel like that's like, I'm it's sure. like a mine. I'm sure. Oh, that that would that terrifies me. That actually terrifies me. Getting stepping in a, oh. a live bear trap. They'll probably oh. take your leg off, pal, palerino. Oof. Oof. All right, yeah. all right. Before we get into starting five, what's uh, what's going on with you, dude? I'm gonna go pick up some hay. Um, hey. today. Yeah, hey, hey. Or never mind. I'm not going to say that joke. Did you watch Hey Dude? Hey Dude? Oh, on Nickelodeon? Correct. Wow. I I didn't think anybody remembered that show. I bet you loved Hey Dude. I did. I did. (laughs) It wasn't like Saved by the Bell, but kind of like, but like outdoors, horse, like they were on a ranch. Well, exact. Well, more like Saved by the Bell not the next class, but when they all went, when they all worked at a resort for one summer that lasted like a season. And a Something half. like that. Right. It was, it came after it was on after salute your shorts. So it was in the same vein. Wow. You know, you're Nickelodeon. Yeah. I think, I think salute your shorts was like four o'clock and then Hey dude was four thirty. And I'll tell you what, it was like 18 to 25 year olds, all of them good looking working on a dude ranch. Yeah, sounds, <laughs> it was. That sounds awesome. <laughs> That sounds way awesome. <laughs> like it was like nine oh two one oh mixed with Saved by the Bell mixed with like ranching. Well, it was on Nickelodeon, so but mixed, so, mixed, yeah. mixed with Barney, like with, yeah, it was exactly. diluted a little bit. Um, okay, so you got you got to get hay. That's good. <laughs> I had the same kind of things. All right, 
Good to have hands. No, I had a lot of things going on. No, I had a lot of things going on. On I finished my last class for summer. So I'm done. I have one more class, dude. You finished summer. It's, it's August. Congratulations. Oh, this is second session? Yeah. Second session, pal. I only got one more class and I got my master's, my friend. Oh, you're going to be a master. Oh, yeah. Then what? What are you going to be, a doctor? I'm thinking about it. Might as well. Might PhD. as well. I'm, I'm up here. Might as well go to the mountaintop. <laughs> PhD in what? Um, that's a good question. We'll, we'll figure sure. that out later. Yeah, I'll get my doctorate, but then just call me Dr. Sacre. Hey, let me ask you this. Where are we in your bid to run for Spokane City Council? Do they want me to? I, I think the people could use you. I base that. Well, I base that on some people to tweet out that if I'll run, I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> okay, well, let's work on your slogan, Rob Sacre. He's got nothing else to do. Hey um, man, <laughs> clean the streets. Up. Uh, yeah. Uh, they need about, me. I'll be there. Rob Sacre for city council. Let's rebound from COVID. Mm. Am I there right? There you go. There you go. Are you, that, be my, are you gonna be my campaign manager? I'll just be an advisor. I'll be a consultant. No, 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 no. I need you on my campaign. <laughs> full time. Yeah, just, just door to door. Time. We're going. We'll, we'll go. We'll go city council. Then we'll go mayor. Then, yeah, then we'll go governor. But oh, I don't want to be- from mayor to governor. I think we go mayor to Congress. Congress. Yep. Then we work on your gubernatorial campaign. And yes, by the way, shout out to Congressman Denny Heck. He's a congressman. He he's a huge Zag fan. Just wanted to do a little shout out to him. Way to go, Denny. Yeah, yeah, Congressman, I could do that. And then you're gonna. How are we gonna go from there, buddy? President, we're gonna. You just gonna oh, my campaign? Well, you weren't born in America, so yes, I was. Oh, you were. Yeah. Oh, you might be the first president with dual citizenship. I think. Hell yeah! There's, let's do it. Hell yeah! I got the complexion for the protection, so I'm ready, baby. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh let's do starting five okay starting five what do you say we're gonna do starting five we're gonna keep it positive uh yep. nothing but bad news in the sports world this week college yep. football is pretty much dead rob and i are gonna go because again i'm willing to guess i mean the sec <laughs> the big 12 and the acc are still holding on to the belief that they're gonna have a common schedule i don't think they are we are going to just rip the band-aid off and assume we're not gonna have any college football so silver lining what will be the greatest things, starting five greatest things, of not having college football? Saturday breakfast. Saturday breakfast. Okay. Do you have just regular cartoons going on? No, I'm just saying, you know, usually you don't go, especially on the West Coast, All football starts as soon as you wake up. You know what I mean? Yeah, so then I am. And then you're just – you're locked in. So you don't like, do I, especially when your team is on at that time, you're like, I can't leave my team. Yeah. But now you can, Hey, I can go to my breakfast now. I can, you do can make plans. You can make I, Saturday morning plans. Can, yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. My start, my, my point guard is that I won't be down a couple hundred bucks on betonline.ag by noon every Saturday because I wake up early, Rob, and I bet the boy, oh boy, do I bet those 9am big 10 games. Boy, oh boy. Do I love my Ohio state, Iowa games. You like those little, you like getting your hands dirty, don't you? Oh yeah. Big time. Big time. Oklahoma played a lot of 9am games last year. And I more times than not bet like team total over 22 and a half first quarter. And I'll tell you what, 9am that's no way to live. That is a stressful way to start your weekend <laughs> when you're just living and dying, not wearing any pants, just <laughs> sucking down coffee like you would like. Like me, sucking down coffee is going to help Jalen Hurts get down the field more efficiently. Buddy, when do you ever wear pants? Good point. Fair point. 
What's who's your who's your two? Mine is again. Mine. I think I'm going to save money by not betting. Mine is wishing that you could play college football of this season. You know, on 2K or or any of the video game consoles. Wait, but now is- you don't have it, so you have nothing to like. Boom! I so if you have an older model, you're like, well, I've got the latest model, baby. If you have yeah. last, yeah, I like that. <laughs> you don't have to update your video games. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, it's all right. Okay. Let me – hold on. I got to write these down. I always do this, and then I have to go back and listen to us, Uh, which is obviously a terrible thing to do. Uh, Okay. My number two guy, I won't have an excuse to start drinking at 11 a.m. every Saturday. So, again, let's say my team total 22 – Yeah, let's say – Healthy lifestyle now. I lost my first quarter, lost my first half bets – I won't have the excuse to say, well, screw it. Here's a Bloody Mary. Here's a double bloody to drown my sorrows away, and I'll chase again once the 1 o'clock games start. Mm. Yeah, maybe I, I, do, I honestly do think I'll be drinking less with no college football. I don't know. I don't think you will. <laughs> there. Oh, you know what? <sighs> I think not having college football, this, this third one, it's tough. I really couldn't find one that I <laughs> could have. I, I just I – got, so I got one that you're going to be pissed that I have. Shoot. That's a championship no. for me. Still championships. Go ahead. Shoot it okay, off. my three, my three is that LSU will be reigning national champions for two years. <laughs> that's pretty much back to back might as well call it a back to back natty natty run dynasty for the tigers yeah this is this starting five reminds me of this season yeah yeah okay my number four i'll keep going my number four is i won't have second thoughts and regrets about not going to an sec scroll school when i'm watching b-roll of the tailgating and just the, the fun that they're having down there like old miss you know what well, I mean? My mine was not being hung over on Sunday. Not being hung over on Sunday is a big one, huge one, yeah, huge one, huge one. And uh, how about my number five? More attention on college basketball. That's I just I couldn't think of one. That's a lame one. I'm sorry to disappoint. No, you're not lame because this is where we're at in our lives. Jack, this we're just we're clawing. We can just laugh at it. Just... I think you know what's funny. Your, what's up? Your oldest is at an age right now where he's like learning about every sport. Do yeah, you think and I honestly, I've I've read stuff about this in terms oh, of boy. youth sports being canceled. Oh, a year off of youth sports is really going to hurt the development of kids. Not only in like their athletic no social development, like, social yeah, yeah. yeah, learning yeah, how to yeah, lose, yeah. learning how to lose. Learning how to lose, even no, though they got, I'm his dad. <laughs> they know how to take an L. Yeah, they know okay. how to take an L. And but I, we're outside now, and like we have to. I'm I'm like Tim McGraw on Friday Night Lights. At, you're you're duct taping the the football to your six year old's hands. You tell me you can't hold on to the football. Tell me why you can't hold on to the football. Yeah, that's me now. Uh, so I'm out here driven just to push my son through football the whole time. Good. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, <laughs> but, but football's so complicated. It takes anybody like a couple years as a kid growing up to fully understand what the hell's going right. on. The rules and, and everything. And a year off, he's going to be like, what? When it comes – I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. It, I don't know. It, it, I just – dude – we can just laugh. Let's just laugh so we don't make ourselves cry, you know? And, Amen. Like, and just enjoy it, man. Enjoy. I think I have to look at this whole pandemic thing and it's crazy and all that. I don't know what to make of it anymore. And you said that too. But it honestly, I have to now look around my house and be like, okay, why did I get I, – I've never made so many dump runs Oh, you're just trying to like – is it cathartic for you in terms of like cleaning up and cleaning out clutter just makes you feel better about life? 
I think, and yeah. well, and I'm just now trying to utilize the things that I really do want to enjoy doing sure. or like, you know what I mean? So I think uh, just, uh, that's the best way to like get through this whole thing is like, look around and be like, Oh, why did I get this? Okay. I'm going to enjoy this now because oh, I have I time to enjoy it or, you know, or anything like that. I don't know. Like, why did I get all these movies? I never watch them. Oh, but no, you know what? I have time to watch them. Let me try to enjoy a movie that, you know, little things like that, bro. Oh, speaking of. Talk to me. Great horror movie I just watched yesterday. Phenomenal what? horror movie. I'm it's, writing it down. It's Stop. called, do you have Shudder? Do you know what Shudder is? Shudder's the network. Shudder's the, the new all horror network. No. You can get, if you find, okay, find this movie on Amazon. It's called The Host. It just, it was just released like two weeks ago. It's a horror movie all on a Zoom call. The whole movie is on a Zoom call. It's a bunch of friends hire a seance and lady. Is this too close to home type deal? It's, everyone can relate to it. It's a Zoom call meeting of people like popping in and out. And it is, it's very short. It's super easy to watch. And it is it, it's scary as hell. Really? It's, it's, it's very original. It's very timely, obviously. There, because, you know, there's even a little storyline where they're neighbor, two girls are neighbors, but they yeah. can't go help each other because they're like worried about, like, well, I mean, you, you, you have to watch. You have to watch. Because they're, they're dealing with uh, social distancing as this horror movie it's it's good stuff um, oh again it's it it's called the host and it's the on host. shutter and you shutter. are welcome you can find it on amazon you just have to agree to a seven day free trial to shutter which you just got to remember to shut that bad boy off and it's a free movie yeah, yeah. well thanks there we go i'm yeah i'm not i'm that there is positive in the light and dude honestly check it out it's, it's i'm good. going to i'm i need some good movies now it's you're getting a little difficult sometimes before we go to Rob's uh, Robism, a uh, shout out to loyal listeners, Rob and Crystal. They're going through a tough time. They've had a, they've had a rough go the last couple of months, uh, but they do like the show. And obviously we like them listening, just like we like all of you listening. So heads up, Rob and Crystal. The best times are ahead. Yes. I tried Absolutely. to be all. I tried to be Rob there and stoic and and poignant. No, no, that was great, man. Hey, we we do wish them nothing but best. It's gonna get better. It it always do. It always does. You just fight through it. I don't know what's going on, but fight through it. Good luck, y'all. You ready? I am. The happiest people are the ones who make others happy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.